Hello, Trash Future listeners. Please enjoy this promo of our recent second Britonology of the month in which we make Olga Koch watch Eastern Promises and talk about Russians in London. In the show notes of this episode, there are links to the Grand Designs episode of Britonology, which has been unlocked to the $5 tier and features Alice, as well as a link to the Cursed British Architecture episode, which is now on the free feed. Thanks for listening and hope you enjoy. Right. So I, I feel like we need to get into Stepan the uncle at this point, because yes. first of all, I don't think he's supposed to have actually been a KGB officer. That's supposed to be like an outrageous lie that he tells everyone and everyone's like, yeah, you old pussy. Of course you were in the KGB. He's, he admits that he was in an auxiliary of the KGB, but he wasn't, uh, he wasn't actually a, a full agent. And if I remember correctly, specifically, this is Anna saying you weren't in the fucking KGB to him. Um, mm. but he, he then says, well, it was, it was an auxiliary or something to that effect. But, uh, yeah, yeah he, yeah, yeah. he, he has some proximity to the former Soviet security state in some way, but it's also implied that he's really, really overselling that. Yeah. Well, and it's also very funny because they've kind of like the drunk, drunk Russian uncle character who's basically his job is to like wander into a scene and going like, beating your wife is a cultural thing. You don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, basically. basically. You've never been to the old country. Basically, uh, the scenes that I recalled of Uncle Stepan, like I do recall, like, you know, I hadn't seen this film since probably 2009 or so. And what I recalled was that uh, Uncle Stepan spits in a dude's face and also tells Anna that uh, that um, <laughs> race mixing is against nature and that's why her baby died. Uh, those are two <laughs> things that I recall. It burned into my brain about this film. That and just like the general ambiance of London. To be fair, they, they, they nailed their research about Russian uncles. <laughs> they, really, they really got that part down. Uh, Olga, I have to ask: Does this, does this, are observations close to accurate, or do you, do you disagree that Stepan is is the uh, the archetype of uh, of Russian uncle? Yeah, I, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I feel <sighs> it's very difficult for me to evaluate this film seriously because, like, as you said, you're mm. just like you're watching it as a fantasy, and it's like it's weird to have your own culture and. Uh, Russian mobster, you've gotten as close to a Russian mobster as you could possibly have from the London stand-up scene. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I feel like I'm. I could never watch this movie objectively, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sorry, am I not? Mm-hmm. That's not a very entertaining or funny answer. No, but it's it's no, it's good. I mean, in the same way that like, oh no, be as subjective <laughs> as yeah, you we, like. Yeah, we, we want we. You can you can go 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 full in on this. I mean, I think about this from the perspective of. Um, you know, uh, Bong Joon-ho, the director of Parasite, uh, he, one of his earlier films is, um, it's called The Host and it's basically about, uh, it's sort of a Godzilla style movie about this, uh, monster that's created by the U S military in Korea dumping, you know, toxic chemicals down the drain that then, you know, gets to the Han river and creates this horrible creature that terrorizes Seoul. And there are a couple of scenes of, you know, sort of what you might describe as uh, the sort of the, 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 the scheming army colonel who wants to pollute Korea. And while it's not necessarily wrong in the way that he's dressed, his affect and his general sort of condescension towards Koreans, mm. there's something just weirdly stilted and artificial about it that it's just sort of, it reminded me more of like when there's a CIA guy in a, in a Hindi language Bollywood film, or like all the English speaking scenes um, in Squid Game as well, right? They're, it's like they're they, they're sitting in like the uncanny oh, yeah. valley of like, are these what's going on? 
Yeah, they were all talking like the King Double Ceramic Knife Company ad. I don't know what that means. This is the best ceramic <laughs> knife in all Guangzhou province. Yeah, I mean, the, the, there there are things like that where I've seen, call it American culture, American military culture, what, what have you, represented. And the further it gets from having any kind of input, I mean, like, you know, a, a movie like Catherine Bigelow's um, The Hurt Locker is just mm. weird because the plot is so bizarre that it, it just suspends disbelief like because none of this is remotely plausible you're just sort of along for the ride in a in a thing that captures the aesthetic but like the plot might as well be pandas on unicycles and i wondered yeah, all if these maybe people you had- looking for jeremy renner just go on the app <laughs> yes 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 but uh, so I wondered if maybe that was something that you felt a, a similar vibe to Olga that like all this research into getting Viggo Mortensen to look like you know authentically tattooed and yeah, the they Russian gave him the J. Jonah Jameson haircut. But uh, but but that like the the plot is so beyond absurd that it just can't it, it just doesn't register. Yeah, I guess. Okay, full disclosure to your listeners, I did get through I would say three quarters of the film, and then the link that I was provided with. Uh, uh, was no longer available, which is my fault for not watching the whole thing in one go. And so I read about the ending on Wikipedia. And my question is, my understanding is that Viggo Mortensen's character is actually, uh, an, is he? he's actually like a, a British guy undercover. No, he's a Russian guy from the FSB. Sorry, he's a FSB, Yard. but basically he's like, aka one of the good guys. He's one of the good but, guys, yes. And so basically- And then he gets Simeon on statutory rape because he- and there's the evidence is the fact that he had a baby with the dead girl. Yes. Yes. Isn't there a scene where Viggo Mortensen literally has sex with an underage prostitute? Is that yes. not statutory rape? I have no idea if it's implied that she is like over is supposed to be over the age and not as young as, as Tatiana was. What happens in that scene, if you remember correctly, is he 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 then gets her information and she's miraculously uh, saved by the Met, and nobody seems seems interested in connecting the dots mm-hmm. within the Trans-Siberian restaurant as to why the one guy that uh, that Nikolai had sex with, the one girl that Nikolai had sex with winds up being, you know, they do he like a fucking you, it no-knock It doesn't undo rape. statutory rape if you then call the cops. Yeah, call <laughs> the cops. That's not a I'm calling thing. the cops on myself. No, it's a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't arrest me because I called the cops. Yeah. Yeah, would I so, would I have called the cops if I was a criminal? Yeah, that so I basically, found that very uh, jarring and a huge, huge plot hole. An FSB yeah. officer would, of course, never commit a crime in the course of exercising <laughs> their duty. This has never happened in the history of the Russian Federation. So, so yeah, basically, um, I don't know if you got to the scene where uh, the Kurdish guy, you know, takes. Nikolai in to sort of read him on to the fact after Nikolai's been initiated into the Vorivonia uh, that he's going to like bring him up to speed on their smuggling operation to to smuggle heroin into the United Kingdom and uh, that they meet in the bat in this bathhouse in Finsbury and then he basically steps out and oh, yeah, then, that's quite late in the film I think we, yeah Nikolai gets get attacked through. by uh, the Chechen guys who are seeking revenge for their 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 brother having been killed for um by by um mm. Vincent Cassell's character whose name is escaping me. Oh Kirill. Um and yeah, those so, guys weren't nearly square enough to be Chechen. Anyway, so they come and they they fight him with linoleum knives and he kills both of them in in, in this scene where he has to fight naked in a bathhouse. And 
pretty pretty well executed fight scene in my opinion he beats the shit out of them and kills both of them there's a lot of like dick and balls flapping around you see vigo's balls yes you do you see ass and balls and dick and everything yeah (laughs) now that's methods if you're listening and so um, he, uh, he, he was going to say, you see the full Dan's dick ass nuts. But yeah, that's he... what it's called. Well, that's why. I, sorry. That's what I call Stanislavski. Um. <laughs> uh, Viggo but... Mortensen reading that Russian men have dicks and balls and being like, well, I guess I better get into character. <laughs> anyway, so he's hospitalized after after being attacked. And um, uh, yeah, so basically then during the course of he gets visited by the, the Scotland Yard guy who you see earlier in the film when they find the dead body with the, the fingers cut off. And he he basically is like, we're going to pull you. We've requested to the Russian embassy to pull you from your undercover operation. And then uh, Nikolai says, well, if you do that, then you're going to waste this. And he rev- from his hospital shirt reveals that he's now got the stars. He's been initiated into the mafia. And so they're like, you know, I'm in. I, I'm going to become the head of the London uh, Russian mafia. Uh, and basically, the, the the ending is 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 basically that um, yeah they get Semyon on statutory rape. You never see him getting arrested. Mm. That scene never happens. But Semyon tells Kirill to to kill the baby, so there's no evidence. But uh, they um, but Anna and uh, and Nikolai catch him just in the nick of time and convince him to not. And uh, and that basically is the yeah the end of the movie is is, is the FSB is of course could only dream of having high placed assets in the Russian mafia. <laughs> <laughs> so this this would be very hard for them to execute. We've we've kind of told the story in in, in the wrong order, but but effectively, uh, yeah, w- we were talking about Stepan, and we were talking about uh, how he mm. constantly shows up to basically make people uncomfortable and and um, spits on uh, spits on Nikolai when they're handing over Tatiana's diary in a wimpy bar. He 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 basically just exists to be a big pain in the ass um, and drink a lot of vodka. And, uh, and and threaten people with the fact that he used to be in, in the KGB. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm enjoying how like slightly wrong this summary is. So it goes over the part where like him and Kirill go and visit the Turkish guy and he presents them with the body of the Kurdish, of the Chechen guy that he killed for Kirill. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's this line it says where it says, Kirill spits on the dead Chechen's body, calling him a pederast. And it, it's like, there's no like literacy of like what is actually being said because he he calls him like basically a Russian homophobic slur, which is like derived from the Greek word pederast, but that's not like that's not really what it means. It's like you know, it doesn't mean that he's a child molester. It means that he's gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. okay. Well, that's the most uh, Russian it. sentence I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> 